Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Welcome back to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. I am Ambrosia. And we are here with a very special guest, Raquel Mantra, the podcast host of Your Own Magic Podcast. Hi, Raquel. Welcome. Hi. I'm so glad. Thank you guys so much for giving me this opportunity to speak with you two. I already am, feel so connected. Yeah. We were, we've already been having like so much fun offline. And, uh, <laughs> we, we had to get the podcast started at some point, so we're bringing it online. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Raquel, it, it's so I was telling you offline that um, I think Ambie and I remember Ambie, me and you, we had gone through this really challenging experience this winter or this fall. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we got to get out and we got to just like be together for one day. So we met up in Maryland, I think it was. And we um, we just did like one spa day together and just like hung out in a hotel together. And yep. we went on live on TikTok. And on that live, someone was like, you guys have to link up with Raquel from your own magic. You guys would just vibe so well. And we were like, all right. And um, anyway, that's how we're here now. We just went with the flow, and and you're Yay, here. Yay, TikTok! <laughs> Yay, TikTok! So thank you, whoever suggested me to both of them. I appreciate it, and I love that you two went on a little spa date together. That's so special. Yeah, I think we needed to just kind of shake up the energy, and 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 anyway, but that resulted in you being here with us. So we're so excited to get to know you more, and like we said, we're already vibing so much, and um, would love to just hear more about you, your story, and kind of how you got to be doing what you're doing now, how you got to be like on this path that you're on. Man, I feel like like everybody else, we all have a collection of very different stories, but I'll just tell, I guess, a couple chapters. Um, So to be honest, I feel like there are many different layers to a spiritual awakening. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you have that first. And honestly, I think the very first hit, we're not even aware that that's what it is. I this happened to me in 2000. 14, I think 2012, but then it really like hit me 2014 because there wasn't a lot of vast information on this like there is now on social media, which I absolutely love. So people are, you know, it gives them more compassion for where they're at and the state mm-hmm. that they're in. But I was, I started, I believe it was more so when I was detoxing and I didn't realize this. My goal at that time was just weight loss and that is it. So I was letting go of the fast food and starting to eat healthy healthier options and just understanding food at that time. Um, And of course my um, vessel was just able to, it was always in flux and I never really understood why, but then finally I was able to ground and lose whatever the weight was, which was more so a lot of energetic weight that was built up from what was toxins, but also a, I'm not going to say toxic relationship, but it was toxic for myself at that time because he himself, genuine, beautiful, probably the kindest soul that I've ever met in my entire life. 
but our relationship together, because I wasn't aware, it was very toxic. And I didn't understand why I was feeling so strongly about leaving this relationship. We were engaged. We were together for five years. We had a dog. We lived together for four years. You know, it didn't make sense to me. And I loved the idea of our future because it felt so comfortable, but I was just receiving a lot of intuitive gut feelings, very strong gut feelings that I didn't know how to express at the time. I wasn't aware like, oh, this is my intuition speaking to me, was not aware of this at all. But I listened and I made the leap. And then of course, as I continued my health trajectory, I was uh, taking yoga classes and I never felt so much bliss in my life at the end of a Shavasana, though I hated the entire class. Um, <laughs> but it hit me then. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to some other voice within that knows, that really knows me more than this mind knows about me. And I was following that so strongly and deeply. And that's when I started li listening to a lot of different audiobooks and podcasts at that time, which there were not a lot available. It was, I think, 2014, 15, like not a lot were available, but I was just so drawn to um, spirituality. And I thought at that time I was living my dream job too in the entertainment industry surrounded by the award shows and everything was so glam. And this was what I thought at that time. I mean, I'm like, man, I'm a double Leo, of course. Like I'm drawn to the celebrity life, you know, like I thought that at the time, right? But when I started going down this, this trajectory, like everything just made so much sense. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have this blind faith and trust. And this is something that I do not recommend for everybody. I also did have a backup if I ever needed to, when it came to like financial finances. So like my parents, you know, could help me. Um, but when I graduated, I, I had $300 in my bank account because I was not a saver and I'm still not the best at that. And um, I, I used my points for Delta and just flew to Bali. And I wow. went extremely down, like I went extreme into the spiritual space where this was my reality at in that moment. And I didn't realize until, man, it was after, so we started the podcast, you know, a few years later, the podcast, I started it with somebody who's in my soul family, um, Ali Michelle, people may know who she is. She's such a beautiful artistic soul that inspires so many people. Um, and when she was getting the nudge to go another direction, that was really hard for me because I didn't understand, but I still felt like I had to carry this baby. And I didn't know why, but I just flew and decided to live in London for a bit, which was not the smartest idea as somebody that deals with and has always dealt with um, seasonal depression. Like that was not the best idea to be under a cloud. Yeah. And I was just really, but at the same time it was because I was experiencing the contrast when everything felt so light and fluffy and beautiful during my Bali spiritual journey. And then moving to Hawaii, like everything was rainbows and butterflies. And then I had that experience of darkness and contrast and it made me it gave me so much compassion and understanding for this human experience and now integrating and weaving both the spiritual and human experience together is so important especially during this pandemic where we have these expectations in the spiritual community to be so perfect in this space and when I recognize like I'm, I'm not, I, I don't feel called to live to their standard. Like I didn't feel called to live to the standard of the Mormon church. I left the Mormon church at a young age too. I recognize a lot of different similarities and I was like, 
no, this is about our own expression, our own magic, our own, like we will navigate this on our own. So I'm, that's what I've been doing is like integrating this human experience with the spiritual, the simple, the simple spiritual experience, but also of course, tuning into not only myself, but maybe listening to other external sources that channel that channels that feel pure because I know there's a filter and I can already sense Ambrosia that you have such a beautiful like light and pureness about you that um, I am indeed inclined to listen to whatever you channel now too. Thank you. Thank you. I love the way that you worded that because I was actually just talking to one of my girlfriends about this. Um, I feel like sometimes in the spiritual community, we have these expectations for different spiritual people. If you eat meat, you're not spiritual. If you do this, you're not spiritual. If you do that, you're not spiritual. And the reality is that in my spirituality with me, I feel like there is no cutoff point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There is no, if you do this, then you're bad. If you do this, you're good. It's, it's really what goes by from within you. And I feel like that's what you were saying. So I was reflecting that to you. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Beautiful. Wow. It sounds like you've had like a really, uh, really interesting journey. Like I know you mentioned the Mormon church and I know there's like a lot of people in our audience who come from religious backgrounds and like that's been a whole, I don't know if you like want to speak on that at all, but I do think it's a, it's a whole nother layer of coming into your spirituality because from, from just speaking to people who had that background, it feels like it's like, it's already kind of a thing to be like, I'm this spiritual being and you kind of come out of the spiritual closet, but then to have that extra layer of like this kind of this religion has been like a big part of your upbringing that, that mm-hmm. might've said um, kind of the opposite of like what you're coming into, right. In in certain ways, how did, how does that affect you in, in coming into your own magic? Oh my. So I do feel very blessed that my, parents were both vastly diverse. Like my dad is actually not Mormon. My mom is Mormon and my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family are all as well Mormon. But my dad, I'm very thankful to have him as an anchor during that experience because he wanted me to explore. So when I was super young, I actually um, was able to, he took me to different churches, the Catholic church, the um, the other Christian churches, like his Methodist church, non-denominational churches, Lutheran, and then also a Jewish synagogue. And we didn't have, I was in Utah, so we didn't really have a lot of Muslim mosques around, but he would have taken me there as well, just so I can explore. So I'm very thankful to have him as an anchor in that sense. But it was challenging because my world, my loves, like, and they still are my world and they're very deeply integrated in their church. And guess what? I just, I know that's part of their human experience. And I think understanding um, the different varieties of consciousness and Mm -hmm. other people's human journeys, like there's no reason to judge them. And from their perspective and their belief, they learn and they know also not to judge my experience. And there's a lot of actually beautiful ties that the Mormon church have with other spiritual um, spiritual beliefs, but I, I, cause in a sense, I mean, they are there, that is their spiritual belief. Right. But when it comes to something that has no label spirituality, um, 
Yeah, I, I I appreciate them for where they sit and the fact that they have been able, they haven't judged me, they haven't made me feel less than. Of course, there have been, you know, little texts here and there, like kind of trying to trying to convert me in some way, you know, and I'm like, I'm a little old, it's a little past that. But, um, <laughs> and, and they're aware, even though they, they're bishops and everything, um, they, they're aware. And we still have this love for each other. And I think that just goes to show that we're all experiencing this human experience for whatever reason we all have a variety of different purposes and that's why I also implore those to or just encourage those wherever you're at and you're on your spiritual journey to not ever compare yourself to not only your family who might be extremely religious mm -hmm. but also not compare yourself to others in our community because we're all here to serve a different purpose completely so no matter what trajectory one chooses it might not make sense because you've been told a certain thing in the spiritual community that that's not right yeah well you don't know what contrast or what karma or what human experience their soul had called for them to experience so i think that that is a thing where i've been able to sit in this place of compassion for a variety of different perspectives and i'm totally okay with that especially during this day and age where everything's so polarizing mm. i think that's beautiful thank you <laughs> totally and i think uh, yeah absolutely we were just talking about that today comparison and this kind of and actually i was just making a TikTok on that is like this idea that you know, I think we're just so trained to like look around at all other people and be like, oh, that's what they're doing. So that's what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And especially, you know, I don't know, like the first person that comes to mind is like Kylie Jenner or something like that. I mean, just someone who's so in <laughs> yeah. the spotlight. I mean, even yeah. if you're not just we're just so trained to look at like, what is this person doing? And everyone should just conform to be like this person. And yeah. I think that and going back to like your own magic, right? It's like, this I, someone said this to me once and I know it's a quote but it's basically like whatever is meant for you will always be for you it'll never not be mm -hmm. for you it'll always be for you and that means that the quickest way to manifest what is for you is to just be more of you that means not anyone else not what anyone mm -hmm. else is doing what anyone else is doing is not going to help you receive right because only you can tap into that frequency that is you that will quickly allow you to bring through whatever it is that your innermost being is truly um, meant for and wanting to to experience. And so I really like this idea of, and, and the name of your podcast and, you know, this concept of your own magic, because like, that's what it, that's what it is, right? And I think mm -hmm. like this new age that we're coming into, whether you want to call it the age of Aquarius, although now I, whatever this new phase we're moving into is, mm -hmm. that's what it feels like it is. It's this yeah. like coming back to self and recognizing I am this unique way for a reason. Like I don't have to, you know what I mean? And 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 celebrating that. Oh, that's so beautifully said. Thank you. Nicole, how did you come up with the podcast? How was the podcast created? So uh, do you know who Ali Michelle is? Either of no. you? No. Who is Ellie it? Michelle. Oh, so everybody should look up, her, look at her Instagram. She's such a beautiful, poetic soul. Um, Al, A L L I E Michelle L. At Ali Michelle L. I think she still has the L at the end, which is so weird, but <laughs> her last name's <laughs> learners. So we, it was in 2017, we met up in, or 2016. It was 2000. I don't know. It was 2016, 17. Um, we met up in India, 2017. We met up in India together 
And uh, because I was just leaving Bali, I felt like there was a lot going on and we were just DMing. And I always had this, uh, the second she walked into a room, we actually met initially in Santa Monica after a hot yoga session. And I remember she walked into the room. I've never felt such like a weird drawn to someone you know I was like what in the the, the, she's she's a mermaid she's a goddess like who is this you know and I don't know everybody else was probably in their own world but I understand why I had that magnetic pull to her because there was of course when you meet somebody that's has that soul connection in some way perhaps you've experienced something in a past life together like there's just that Mm -hmm. instant like for some, for some. And then of course, sometimes you don't learn about it till later. But with Abby her, and like, I had that. Yeah. I'm sure. But it was sure. but it was digital and when we actually met in real life, for some reason we like couldn't look each other in the eye. Do you remember that? Well, I looked you in the face, but then I kept seeing like the the birds. So oh, like, okay. Oh, I well, I don't know. There was like, I don't know. But anyway, anyway keep we know what you're keep talking going. about. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> the bird. Oh my gosh. I'm so curious. That's so cool. Okay. So she uh, walked in. She had her long, beautiful hair and looked like a mermaid. Always stayed in my mind. And then when we were in Bali or I was in Bali by myself and I was um, messaging back and forth with her and I was letting her know, like, I'm going to a meditation retreat in India. She was like, huh, I, I, I would, I'm actually curious about that. I'd like to do that too. And so I sent her the link and she literally bought it that second and her flight and everything. Wow. We met there and we had a very intense experience. It's India. Like whenever you go there, there's a lot of intense, it's like a lot of different karmas that come up for you. And you're just like, what is going on? And I'm had to sit there and meditate for like six hours a day. But at the same time I was going through all this other stuff. It was wild. But there we realized like, man, we should, we, we, there's not a lot of people in our age that are aware of all of this magical stuff when it comes to spirituality or even just meditating and grounding and listening to your soul. And so we're like, let's, let's do something together. And when we went to Hawaii, we were trying to figure it out. We had this live and that she did on her Instagram and it got, and it was about the spirit, the soul and the ego. And this was very basic level stuff. Cause at that time I was so young still and at that basic level. Right. But people were connecting and there were a lot of viewers that came in and we were like, wow, we really, and we had a great banter and chemistry together to share this info. So we're like, we got to start something. And um, we're debating between a YouTube or a podcast, but because not a lot of people were in, uh, there weren't a lot of podcasts on this yet. And I always wanted that. She also wanted to do, I think I want to do YouTube. She wanted to do a podcast. We did a podcast and I'm so grateful that we did. Um, And then of course she had her other callings to pursue. And like I talked about earlier, and I still felt the like I had to carry this baby because I felt like the mother of it. And yeah, so it started in 2017 and we've just, and it's just grown from there immensely, which is awesome. Beautiful. That's amazing. That's so cool. It's cool too how to look at how some people will just come into your life and help you kind of, they'll kind of like be the instigator for something and then they'll continue and go on on their way. But it yeah. that was really kind of their purpose in your life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't always meant to be forever. It was meant to be like they share this spark with you and help you create something and then they kind of go on and keep going. Uh, 
Absolutely. It was so, and it's become so clear as well. I remember at first when she left, like I said, it was so hard because I didn't want to carry this on my own, um, but I did. And I have chills when you said that. Yeah, it was, she served a major chapter and a major purpose and I'm forever grateful. And I'm, I mean, we're still in each other's lives today. We're still friends, but, but that was like a huge, I would not, I don't know if your own magic would have been or had the trajectory that it's on without Actually, I know for a fact it wouldn't without her. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's sometimes like we need – Ambie and I talk about this all the time. Sometimes it feels like we need other people to help us see the magic in ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. To help us realize that there is something there. It's like we know it on one level, but sometimes we need it to be really reflected back to us in the physical and to really be reminded so that we can yeah. fully come into that. And then, you know, once we have that and we, 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 we own it, we can carry it forward. But I understand it sounds like that's, you know, I mean, God, it's so hard to say goodbye or to let things shift into something new, you know, when you're kind of, you like how things are going. It's, it's, it's challenging for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know that we were talking offline a little bit about grounding and all of this energy flying around right now, especially with we're just one day past 1221, um, you know, the the grand conjunction, the great conjunction, whatever you want to call it, which I don't know. Did you guys even get to see it last night? It was was completely cloudy where I was. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was cloudy where I was too. I'll send you guys the, uh, well, I saw it right before it actually, I thought that it would be up later. I'm so glad I looked around 6 PM because then it went behind the mountain instead of over the mountain, which is so weird to me. I don't understand, but I have that night sky app, you know, yeah. so you can oh, yeah. see like which star. Oh, it's so helpful. And I was like, okay, there's Jupiter right there. And that means Saturn's right behind it. So I took a video. I put it on my Instagram. I will send it. I will email it to you too. Awesome. Thank you. Where are you yeah. located right now? I am in Palm Desert right now, oh, which it's such a relaxing vortex, though. Like, I, I, am, I love it, and it's needed at this time. But there will be a moment where I'm like, all right, it's time to get back into some um, – I'm not a big fan of the word hustle, but, you know, just another work mode because it's such – it's really a relaxing vortex. Like, I understand why everybody in their grandma and grandpa come here to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Palm Desert, is that near it, it's in California, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's near it's near um Joshua Tree. Yes, right, right okay. next to. Yeah. That's where I honeymooned. I just wanted to make sure I was talking about the same place. But yeah, I went on my honeymoon to Joshua Tree in literally August. No. <laughs> I know. So, it was no. it was so not wise at all. Um, and we, and, and it was, comp- everywhere were sold out of kiddie pools and like, we had to like, my husband is an engineer and he like made us like a pool out of like storage containers. Cause there was like nowhere to get like, we were just so hot anyway, but that is, it is a very like spiritual, magical place there. So I, I, that's awesome. Well, and Joshua Tree has its own vortex, but Palm Desert's so close. It's so, yeah, the energy of Joshua Tree is so magical even during the hot summer, but man, you know what? You had an experience. You had yeah, an experience. Yeah. Well, I'll go, I've learned. I'll go back. I'll go back at a better, at a better time. Um, so Where's your favorite place that you've been to so far in your experience? I mean, my heart is still a boot Bali. Have you both been to Bali? No. Oh my gosh. I was supposed to go this year. I, I, I can't. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to go. 
You will. Oh, 1000%. Um, but Oh, I really love New Zealand. I'm not going to lie. Like New mm. Zealand, if I could be there right now, they're not letting Americans in probably rightfully so very wise, right. but I love New Zealand. And I also love Canada. I do. Mm. I really love uh, British Columbia. You know what? It's so interesting. I don't know if I can say I have like an absolute favorite place. My heart, of course, is it's Utah, Park City, Utah, where I grew up and also Ubud, Bali. Um, but I love every place for their own reason and their own uh, gifts that they gifted me. Like London had served a beautiful purpose. Even if I was going through a dark period, it's like she carried me or it felt, do you guys feel like London would be more masculine? I guess maybe. I feel like London would be more masculine. Yeah. (laughs) I really liked London when I was there, but yeah, it was so, so gray. And I too do not do well with like um, weather stuff. So, Mm -hmm. but so I, I feel like you like literally lived out eat, pray, love because you you went to <laughs> minus the love. Yeah. Self-love. Oh. <laughs> oh and self-love. God. Yeah. Well, um, what's what was the best, you know, what was the best thing that you took away from being in Bali? Because I feel like Bali is just so mm-hmm. full of spiritual like I mean, it's like a spiritual hub there. So like was what was the best thing that you took away from being there? Ooh, and you know what's so interesting? You said that. And I just had a weird message. Like it's shifting, perhaps like there's mm. an energy there, but now it's moving yeah. somewhere else, whatever that spiritual mm. energy is, interesting. which is interesting. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, I don't like the word tainted, but maybe, I've, maybe it served its purpose for some time. And now I've yeah. heard that from a lot of people that like, or I've been there and said, like, it was, it's one of those things where it becomes like, Trendy. Commercialized. Yeah. 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 But I went to Bali because of Eat, Pray, Love. So thank you, Elizabeth Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> I, I was obsessed with that book. I've read it so many times and also listened to it on audio, watched the movie, you know, like I loved yeah. it. And, um, and I felt that's the reason why I went to Bali because I don't think it was big on Instagram yet or anything. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, it, at that time, there was such a, I felt like I was walking, I was spellbinded. Like I was, mm. it was a spellbinding experience. I never experienced anything like that. Like there was just a veil that was magical and like sparkly. And I, I could hear myself so clearly and I felt very strong. Uh, I, I had my team, the guidance team, the angels, they were so they were able to almost it was like the veil was very thin for me there. And I was able to really see and connect with them and speak with them and have them instantly do something magical. You know, it was Mm. that's what I experienced in Bali was knowing like this, knowing that we have this guidance team around um, angels, aliens, whatever it is, you know, like there's this guidance team around. And I was really able to witness there and carry that through. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, how do you most like – what's the best way that you like to connect with your, like, spirit team or your spirit guides, whatever you want to call them? Because that is, like, the number one question we've been getting asked lately on this podcast, and everyone has a different Ooh. way. So I don't know about you guys. Does it feel like there's a different way to connect in every location that you're at? You know how I said, like, in Bali, the veil was so thin? Or does it feel very – the same everywhere you go I mean like and I'm sure it is maybe that's just my own personal I feel experience. like you 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't travel <laughs> enough places to notice. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that for me. Um, but I feel like like in uh, Sedona, the veil was real thin. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. yeah. So thin there. So thin. Yeah. So magical. Yesterday, because I was the past few weeks, I'm like, why do I feel like I'm not connecting? Because we go through these seasons. And I think that the contrast is so important because then we can, it helps us, elevates us, up levels us to be able to connect more deeply. And um, that's one of the magical things that occurred yesterday. Like I told you both before, I didn't want to set expectations for the great conjunction. I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to enjoy what is I'm going to look to see if I can see this magical experience. I know everyone's hyped up about it, but there's been a lot of other dates that people are hyped up about. And I didn't feel like I experienced anything, even though I probably did. It was just me really buying it or really wanting that narrative that everybody else was sharing, mm -hmm. you know? So that's something that really like if nothing magical or um, sensational happened to you yesterday, that is 100% okay because we're all individually having this these experiences and I'm sure something still did. You're just not consciously, your human self is not consciously aware though you energetically and your body knows it was. Um, so I had a lot, so I like of the narrative and I had a moment, I was listening to Dolores Cannon at like 11 and she was just saying some things that made me just start to cry my eyes out because I was like, why do I not feel like I'm connecting right now? And she was saying things. And I'm like, oh, I know they're here. I know that they're around. And I literally felt like them hug me. And it was mm. so amazing. So I think that there's not one specific way. There's just moments. I was experiencing contrast. I was crying. And then I was like, I really want to connect. And I know that you're always there. And so I asked and I received that hug. Um, and it was simply just me saying it out loud but let's say otherwise nature is huge I feel them in nature like disconnect take the phone away um, I'm not really big on being on my phone all the time anyways but you know especially when I'm feeling ungrounded in some way you know I set the phone aside I go out in nature and you know, there it's just so easy because you're not polluted with all the other noise that's around you mm. you can just and feel them in nature is that simple you know and if there's not a lot of um nature pockets around where you're at which i understand when i was in london there were parks but the parks would be filled and so it was really challenging to find like a um, special nature spot like i could find in utah or hawaii or um even palm desert um and so honestly like everybody says and i know it's so cliche but it's so true simply just closing your eyes and meditating in a quiet space Mm -hmm. yeah. that's and it's really that simple and yeah um and it, it will only be the mind that stops you from doing that mm. totally I was like doing a little TikTok live and thank you for sharing all that I um it was reminding me when you were asking for the hug I was doing a TikTok live uh yesterday just for the the conjunction and um someone was saying to me like I literally call out for my spirit guides I like literally cry for them and I feel like they're just not there and I just got this image in my head of like this girl like writing something and just sobbing so hard like she just couldn't breathe. And I was like, do you like write when you are talking to them or are you journaling or are you doing something? And whatever the image was I got in my head that I told her, she was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I was like, that's just a reflection to you that they are there, but you're just in such a state 
And, and you're just in such a state that you can't feel them, you know, like when we're in these states and we believe in a way that there's nobody here for me, I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone. And it's the hardest thing to say to someone, well, the answer is just start to feel better and believe in them. And they'll be, you know what I mean? It's like that that's the whole reason you want the spirit guides because you want yeah. the guides to come in and be like, I'm here, it's okay. But it really <laughs> is as simple, going back to what you're saying, Raquel, as like the, being open to the belief that they are there. They are mm-hmm. there. And if you can, like, start being open to that belief, and I think, again, that's why, like, I got that little image to give to her because it's like, here you go. Like, this is a little confirmation that you can believe in them, right? That that is when you start to feel them. Like, that is when you start to say – and, Ambie, you told me this before. It's like – I remember years ago, I would be like, well, how do I, you know, see more or whatever? And you say, well, when you see something out of the corner of your eye, you don't say, oh, that was just – I, I was just seeing things. You say, no, that was an alien or that was my guides or that, you know, you say that to yourself. You, you believe yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Belief is very powerful. Oh, yeah. And that's also something to keep in mind. I know now, like, let's say I have a moment where I feel disconnected or I'm not really listening. I have to just come back and bring that to my awareness. Like, mm. this is a moment where I'm not. So why is this my experience? And then by the way, a hummingbird is right here, right in front of me. Hello. Okay. Ah. I flew away, but <laughs> there, we so <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. She's and it's, 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 it's Wait, being what? reminded with signs like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, 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 you're a little icon. It's a hummingbird. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's just it's, a hummingbird. I love that. Oh, wait, wait, put it up one more time. Oh, I love wait. that. Oh, I love that. Because they're like so, my little magic animal. So I love that. Hummingbirds. Oh my That's gosh. pretty unusual, is it? Or do you guys have a lot of hum- hummingbirds, Raquel? I, it's actually not too unusual in Palm Desert. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. But, well, it, it's weird. It's not too unusual when I'm here in this space, um, in this house. But if I'm somewhere else in Palm Desert, it's not – I don't see them anywhere else, which is interesting. They're oh, such and it really happens on magical that. moments. Yes, exactly. They're like, when I'm having a magic moment, that's when it happens. Yeah, that's that's really when they cool. appear. Wow. That's wow. How beautiful. <laughs> I um, know. Um, Raquel, <laughs> how can people find your podcast? Sorry. How can no, people find good. your podcast? And also, like, let people know just a little bit about, you know, what your own magic is about, although I'm sure people can uh, infer from this conversation. But <laughs> podcast. Which is actually – yeah, podcast plug time. Euro Magic podcasts available Apple, Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. Um, and so feel free to listen whatever platform you prefer. Um, and you can uh, let's see. There, okay. So Euro Magic. One thing. The reason why I'm tripping up on my words at this moment is because something I had an epiphany, I guess, when we were talking and going through these stories, and I was like talking to you about how. Um, Euro magic started. And I remember it did start. It's so funny because it did start with the intention of people, of course, finding and discovering and unleashing their own magic by listening to a variety of different visionaries and entrepreneurs and spiritual healers, spiritual, spiritual teachers, along with um, therapists, like uh, astrologers, a variety of different people that are in the space to help people tap in and unleash their own magic and learn about it. But then as 
it's evolved and grown. That was that one perspective at that time, like it's going to be spiritually focused. Um, but then I do recognize now that not everybody, no matter what, we're all having a spiritual experience and mm-hmm. not everybody might follow the trajectory of being a medium or healer or right. what, you know what I mean? Like there are, there's magic in people that are spiritual activists that they might not label themselves as activists, but they're activists in helping the, 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 the consciousness expand in some way when it comes to accepting others, or they might be, uh, in politics and they are bringing more of a sense of love and compassion in the political space, which we do need more of, but they might not have that spiritual label attached. And so now instead of just a spiritual, your own magic, it's really like what truly is finding and unleashing your own magic. So I'm, of course, I still continue to have the spiritual healers, which by the way, both of you have to come on the podcast sometime. Like, um, (laughs) and of course I'll still have that, but I do want to, bring on a variety of different people that are just experiencing and unleashing their own magic because they're living their truth without a mental egoic agenda, you know, so, and living from the soul, no matter what, oops, no matter what it is. I love that. Beautiful. I love that. I had a reading with someone and they were, they were in a position that was, they were an attorney and going into politics and just a very grounded person but mm-hmm. very in this woo-woo field and also ask some of the best questions that I've ever heard. And so it made me really think like, wow, there's there's a lot of different type of people really, I don't want to say waking up because I feel like it implies that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But coming into the spiritual um, ideas and thoughts and really questioning their reality and what's what else is going on here? So I love that your podcast does that. That's so beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, I feel like I could still bring on more attorneys. I've I've had my dad on for a moment. He's an attorney, but like, um, you know, just other people that we wouldn't think of aside from healers. Like, I love that. Exactly. That the soul you were just talking about, who is an attorney in this human life here is the hummingbird. Um, (laughs) So beautiful. But um, yeah, it's so like, we need more of we, we want people in a variety of different occupations who are also expanding consciously and um, as our world continues to expand. So, yeah. I love that because that also just gave me the like download or the hit or the just the understanding all of a sudden. It's like this is why it's important to not get stuck in the, uh, oh, well, like, everyone in politics is evil and, you know, you yeah. know, not to get stuck in one, the conspiracy theories two in the, mm-hmm. um, the darkness or the, the basically the lack, right? Like what's wrong because what's, what you're describing, what you both are describing is that actually what's happening is that people that are really necessary to turn each of these industries or fields or areas of our world around are waking up or becoming more conscious or whatever it is that you want to say. Um, And that, it goes back to, you know, Ambrosia channels the ARC-9 and it goes back to what they said, which is you can't change the system from the outside by like creating another system and like competing with the system that's happening now. You have to go within and change it from the inside out. You have to be like an agent, you know? So Hill's mind is blown. Everybody <laughs> is listening. I feel like there's some kind of synchronicity that just happened. 
Absolutely. I have major, major chills right now. I don't know if you can see, but oh my gosh, every, like this is singing to me because this is exactly what we need. I feel like, uh, especially when you were talking about met, well, everything that you just said, to be honest, but I know that it's so easy to also really want to follow and seem like one is woke or spiritual because they're following mm-hmm. this perfect standard, this painted picture. But coming from, that's one of the reasons why at a young age I left the Mormon religion is because I didn't, my soul didn't want me to be part of that standard. Maybe that's for them. Actually, I do feel like that's for my cousins. I genuinely do. And I'm happy that they're doing whatever they are. And they're also evolving in that church in some way that is more expanding. Like they, they just want that sense of belonging and community, but if, but following a standard of anything, you know, people might call that cult-like or whatever. Is that truly part of, it might be part of your journey and experience to see the contrast, but is that really you following love and not, or, or are you listening to fear and trying to fight the fear? mongering you know mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah totally wow so powerful so beautiful <laughs> and it, this has been a really beautiful conversation with you Raquel and if you want more of Raquel you can go check out her amazingly beautiful podcast your own magic and we'll put the link to it in the show notes you can just go there and click and find her um Raquel uh is there any any other way that you want them to contact you besides the podcast yeah um Instagram at Raquel Mantra R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra M-A-N-T-R-A um (laughs) uh and and I love that you guys are on TikTok I feel like I want to jump on the TikTok train so I have like an account but I haven't created anything but yeah so feel free to connect though I do love to connect with everybody (laughs) Beautiful. Well, we'll put all of her links in the show notes. You guys can click there to find her. Uh, We love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And we will be back uh, next week. We love you all so much. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, Bye, everybody. the world. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.